Rice Dynasty, Season 5, Episode 6. My name's John George. I'm with Michael Carey. And I am I can guarantee you this, once we're done with the power rankings, I will no longer be Michael's number one. I'll, I'll guarantee you right now for you. I don't I haven't seen Michael's power rankings. He, he's he's given me a look like it it could be anything, but I I I guarantee I had an awful performance. Uh, I think Michael has cursed me. When we were trying to curse Chris all year, it, it, it cursed me. Like, what's going on here? John, I have a question for you, though. Yeah? Did you win or lose? <laughs> I did win. I did win. Okay. What are you I, upset about? You won. I, you I moved won. on. You, you kept trucking You kept trucking along. You keep. You kept chopping. I'm not. You just upset. kept moving through the uh, through the schedule. I you agree. got another win. I agree. I'm not upset. I, I just didn't like some of the. I didn't like some of the looks I saw from some of some of my players this week. But uh, you know, maybe they're flukes. You did move down in the standings, though. Unfortunately, that's now another Anthony thing. has passed you up in points four, which means Anthony is currently just sitting at our second buy position. Um, it's uh, it they. Basically, with Chris's points for, he's two games ahead of you. You're going to have to pass him in the standings in, like, wins-loss column to be able to pass him for uh, Which will happen. a bye week. Will happen. And that's impossible. Chris, Chris is never going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's he's way too good. He's way too good. That was a fluke. His loss yeah. was a fluke. His Except loss maybe was... this week. Yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> Hope you can beat him this week, Michael. That would be nuts. Uh, I would love to beat him this week. I don't even care. I'll let my team pop just to beat him. Yeah. That would be so worth it. Um, yeah. No, another um, good performance from my team last week. I was really happy with it. I was very proud of my guys. They did exactly what I was hoping they would do. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, he committed to the tank finally. We, I job. finally got him to come around to it. He said, Coach, all right, I see what you're trying to do here. Let's let the young guys get in. Let them get their feet wet, but I'm going to keep my points low so that the team points stay low. And I was like, AJ, you're the man. That's why you're the face of this franchise. You understand. Like, I'm not upset when a guy like Christian Watkinson goes off for three touchdowns. I'm not upset when Kadarius Toney finally proves himself and on six touches scores 17 fantasy points. In fact, I'm very happy about those things. Traylon Burks is starting to do things now as we watch Thursday Night Football, and he's already got 60 yards at halftime on six targets. Happy with these things. This is what we want out of a young team. We want George Pickens getting more looks, scoring touchdowns, scoring points, but A.J. Brown doing the right thing. So uh, while you may have been disappointed with low points, I, I was very happy with my low point week. <laughs> Understandable. It worked out well. Understandable. I mean, mine did. Mine worked out well too. Except I, di- I still, at the end of the day, wins are great. But I think, like you said, the main thing I'm going for is points here. Uh, the, I guess the main thing I'm going for here, though, is uh, me versus Anthony. Last week of the season, I think it'll come. I think that that game is going to decide the bye. I really do. Um, and if history shows up, it, it is on my side. I destroy Anthony in regular season games. As of late, 
Um, We're coming down to the wire. We only have four weeks left in the regular season. so Which is nuts. It, it is, yeah. You guys, you still have to, you each have to survive some tests um, coming through these last few weeks. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't look ahead too quickly there, John. I'm so sorry. I mean, with Quinn getting Cooper Cup injured, it does look like it's going to be very hard for anyone but me and Anthony to be fighting for for this last spot. But who knows? Jack is streaking. Four four games behind us, but this guy's good. Dude, the dude's won one game in a row. (laughs) He's streaking, though? Yeah, well, he's won what? He's He's won four of his last five, I'm pretty sure. Dang it. Yeah, he's doing that very well. That would happen as soon as I get his first round pick. He started 0-5 and has been 4-1 since. So Charlie is one game behind him for the playoffs, and so is Nick. Yeah, crazy. We have a long way to go. We do. Long way to go. Both Jack and Alex are falling out of the playoff standings. Let's right. be honest here. Before we get into power rankings, Michael, I want to I bring up the Rice Dynasty history book I made. Um, it was beautiful. Because there's Perfect. everything down to the there's last so many detail. like indiv- there's just so many little things in this the whole thing that I just keep going through and I think are just so fascinating to look at. One of my favorite pages is the individual seasons page too, because it's just a leaderboard of all forty of the seasons from from uh, all these teams that have been played so far, uh, and just seeing just comparing, seeing going down the list and seeing that like. It's the most average regular season usually just wins out. Like you got the 15th and 16th best seasons as champions, Anthony and Tom, um, Anthony from last year and Tom from the very first year. And then you have in the bottom half of the 40 seasons, one of the champions and Charlie's season, um, where, of course, he started that season awfully and then finished it off brilliantly. Uh, so... And then, of course, you got the number one season. Just going through these records didn't make it made me realize like how legendary that season uh, was for me. To win it all as well is like is huge. Because um, usually people most and, and that season going through that season realizing how legendary a season you also have, Michael, because you have the second best season. I'm the, aware. The second, the same exact year. Um, and both of them are really close alongside Anthony's 2018 season. All three of those have 170 power ranking, um, which is the algorithm that this this particular spreadsheet I got uses. So, yeah, I think yeah, I like Second that page greatest a lot. season of all time. Had uh, it still never won a playoff game. No, nope. never won a playoff game. Was a great time. I also liked <laughs> using people's team names as the last team name they used throughout the season just seeing all these there's some great throwbacks like hi joe hi joe hinkle jesus very very (laughs) that was a great name i think forgot about that name yeah i think there were two um i think there were two trust the processes total nick and you did a trust the process at some point Mm -hmm. yeah so so there 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 were two um Trust the processes. I remember the Milford bird lovers now. So many memories flown back, you know. Um, and the worst. Oh, the Mil- the bird lovers. Yeah. Wow. And the That's worst a throwback, right there. The worst season by far was Alex's 2020 season, and it holds like all the records for how bad of a season it was, um, including Except for consecutive losses. 
but he does have consecutive losses to lo- to begin a season because your loss oh, okay. streak didn't begin the season. Um, no, so I was one to know. Yep. <laughs> You're I, was a, I was one to yeah. know. Lo- and then I lost like seven in a row and decided to take. Congrats, man. You're in the record books. You're in the record in books. In the books. Yep. You kicked two other people out of the record books with your ninth loss in a row. So I'm glad, I'm glad to have this. I'll update it at the end of the year, probably. Unless it's like a record like Michael's or stuff, or the head to head records I'm going to update throughout the year, too. But yeah, things cool. It's really cool. John, you did a great job with this. Um, honestly, really appreciate it. I'm going to get into um, the season stories, and I would Hell love yeah. to have you help me write that too as we go through each season and kind of reminisce and write write for the record books. Let's, let's do the um, the history of you know Tom's run when I called him out every single week and said he wasn't that good and yeah. then he won the championship. And then we've rehashed it so many times. But Charlie's run to the championship. Your sixth-place finish, yet you make the championship game against Charlie and then lose. Yeah. Like There's so many subplots yeah. in all of these seasons. And then your redemption the next year as you go on and um, win the championship against Chris, uh, who upset me in the semis, who, if you don't remember, I do, because Chris won – his first round matchup to Quinn on a last second play when Lamar Jackson, oh God, was it Lamar or Baker? I think it was Lamar left the game to go to the bathroom. Oh, I remember and then this came game. Back and <laughs> threw a pass to Mark Andrews for a long gain, and that pushed Chris over the edge to this. beat Quinn and go to the next round. Had Chris not had that play Quinn makes it against me and we calculated Quinn wins the championship wow Quinn would have won the championship if Quinn was a few poops away from (laughs) making a championship and winning it wow if Lamar just was on his phone a little longer in the bathroom (laughs) yep insane that's crazy i did not realize that quinn would have won it i thought you maybe you would have won or you would have beat quinn or something but no no i think quinn would have beaten me and then quinn would have beaten me championship against you (laughs) oh my god that would have been a hell of a year these are the stories that we need to tell yeah straight up there's times we'll tell these stories we remember I, i remember all the champions very well and like their story but yeah just like going through and seeing like how you had at as good of a year as me like in 2020 and we both just dominated together like seeing all these like non-champion stories is just crazy also seeing how like i feel kind of bad for kicking out a lot of these people because like adante matt like we have an overall manager ranking and these people are like in the middle of the ranking um, because yeah, you're fine because they had pretty damn good teams uh, there's a difference though than being like decent in terms of winning record and actually, like, having fun in the league and us yeah. enjoying having them in the league. Yeah. Like, we enjoy having the people in this league. And, like, we're, we get excited each week because of who we're playing because everyone's got very different personalities, which makes it really fun. Agreed. Yeah. The, the reason in the end they left was that Max literally never talked, even if he had a good team. I remember him, like, barely missing playoffs in year two. He was the one who maybe he was the one who missed out on playoffs and Charlie made it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, and Adante he, like, didn't care. Yeah, no, he didn't care at all at that point. We all cared. We were like, oh my god, this and Max was not paying attention at all. And uh, in fact, I think Max <laughs> did something like not setting his lineup along the way that would yeah. change the outcome of that. There, yeah, we'll have to go. I'll have to go through and revisit all that when I write the stories. But anyway, um, no, great job, John. That was a super cool thing for you to do, and um, I had a great time looking through it. Uh, I texted the group that I was like telling my dad's stories on this bus, and he was like, "How do you remember this stuff?" And I was like, "Cause this is like sick my soul. Every time these things happened, it just drove me insane. <laughs> yeah, my my memory. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "What do like I when I was watching Black Panther last night? I was like, "What do I remember?" Like, like my brain seems to just whenever an MCU thing happens, my brain seems to throw it away immediately because there are a bunch of Black Panther characters that I'm like, what did they do in the fruit? I don't remember them at all. Um, but they're like established Black Panther characters. I know that. And I'm like, what do I, what does my brain remember <laughs> besides these? And I'm like, about a thousand vines probably. And I'll add Rice Dynasty stories to the list. My brain also decides to remember each Rice Dynasty season very fondly. Uh, I just... I remember it so well because the chat always blows up when something happens. Yeah. And I love that because, yeah. like, you know, you get something from Tom and Anthony and you and Chris and Quinn and, like, everybody is just, like, commenting on it and, like, getting excited about it and, like, yeah, I don't I'll, know. Even it makes if you're it real. Even if you're not involved. All my other leagues, once you're, like, once your team sucks, they just don't care anymore. Um, but even if you're not involved, like I remember sitting there with Anthony watching his championship game last year and just like going nuts when he won the game off that touchdown. And Najee breaks that yeah. run to win it. Like just going absolutely nuts. That was such a sick game. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, but yeah, oh, man, so many great I can't memories. can't wait to tell the story of the COVID year with uh, I quote unquote tampered and Kenyon Drake broke a touchdown run that he really didn't need to score and Charlie beat Chris to get me the uh the bye week uh, I don't I didn't remember that wow <laughs> I remember that well it was like a Sunday night football game yeah. and it was like Kenyon Drake and the Cardinals playing I don't remember but yeah he um Kenyon Drake broke a run so that like Chris lost or something like that, and it was wild. Damn. It was awesome. Well, Chris is going to lose in the playoffs. That's guaranteed. He uh, now that we have a stats sheet, we can see how bad he is at playoffs, and it's like one in something. I can't remember. Well, it's better than me. <laughs> God, I'm not going to be there, so it doesn't matter. Oh, he's two and four. He's two and four. He only has one championship appearance. That's the stat I want to shoot. For someone who has consistently been so good, he's only been to the championship once out of four times. So he, yeah. he has trouble he's getting there. Won it. That's for sure. He does. He does. Um, but we'll talk about it. So uh, number 10 in the power rankings. I'll go first. Uh, it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> it's me again. Uh, I, I, I'm terrible. <laughs> My team is not that good. Um, it's got young talent. Like I said, I was happy about it. And um, I'm 10. Yeah, cool. you're 10. Uh, I have nothing to add. Uh, number nine. Uh, I last, did I, what did I, last week I'm pretty sure I put Charlie here. I'm doing it again. Um, 
And it's not just... Charlie just doesn't... He doesn't have the depth. He has some good players up top still. And I feel like this is the story of him every year. Um, And he, he might benefit a bit from Khalil Herbert going down as well. David Montgomery will, that is. Um, but still, the bottom of his lineup is just, like, sad to look at. Um, as always, this is the same thing as every year every year for the past couple of years here for Charlie. Even this championship year, honestly, until Kenny and Drake started popping off. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be, for me, it's a long shot for this guy to make the playoffs. And as I say that, he'll probably beat me this week when I have to start Matt Collins. So. <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. Um yeah, Charlie's nine, but I, I think there is a little more upside here than there was a few weeks ago. Van Jefferson is expected to get a higher percentage oh, yeah. of shares going forward just with um, Cooper Cup being hurt and Allen Robinson being a dead man walking. So that that's positive for Charlie. Jamal Williams still gets a consistent usage. Uh, David Montgomery was going to get more use uh, just going forward. So... I don't know. I, I don't mind what Charlie has going on here. He's getting Damian Harris back. That's a big help. So there's potential for point scoring in this lineup way more than there was a few weeks ago. Even That's even with DK Metcalf on by. I think this team, if it comes together, get, get Godwin back, um, really could be okay. It just uh, it needs to get healthy right now, and it's just not. So we'll see what happens. Um Right now he's nine, but I, I still think he does have a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think he'll win this week just because he has his studs on by, but he's got a shot, so we'll see. Nice. Who's your eight? Um, at eight, this is uh, it's Nick. It's still Nick. Um, he he had a loss last week, but in his losses, he's really not doing bad. Like he put up a decent fight against Chris. It's not like he's putting up like sixty or something like somebody in this league. Um, yeah, he's he's got a problem at running back. This is going to be a tough week for him without um, without ETN, who's his star. Um, so, yeah, Chris is doing everything he can um, with his box of misfit toys that he calls a team. Uh, but it's just Jalen Hurts is the positive. He's losing um, Dallas Goddard. That's a big hit to this team. So he, he's still eight. I'll give him the slight edge over Charlie, but I think it's close. Yeah, I'll give him the slight edge over Charlie as well. Um, yeah, I, this is still like a great, great, a positive showing for Nick every week. Um, is really good for this year, for sure. I mean, he doesn't want to do too well. He wants to get some really good picks because next year's the year when he's really going to start trying and make that playoff push. Uh, but it is, it's very nice to see in a year where you're, where you're like sort of, this is like the second year of his rebuild almost. It's good to see like some upward projection and you're not just like staying at the same exact place like Alex was for a bit, like Charlie has been for a couple, the past couple of years. It's good to see some progress um, for sure. So yeah, I, good job for, I, I really, I think Nick's been doing a great job. So shout out to him again for, I've probably shouted him out every week, but shout out. Shout out, Nick. Agreed. He, he's doing a nice job. Uh, he, yeah, he, he is. He's really improving. Uh, who you got seven, John? Seven is is Alex for me. Still out of the playoff. Yeah, okay. out out of the playoff picture of my power rankings, and out of the playoff picture in the real standings as well, uh, which is definitely sad to see. Uh, he he was close. He was real close to beating me last week. I still think he's got 
a really solid team here. Uh, even when he had a lot of buys, like how, if he had Joe Mixon last week or Stevenson, I, I would have been scared to play him, honestly. <laughs> like, he, he probably would have, be, would have beaten me. Uh, he had London, I think, score a touchdown on his bench. Um, Gibson's not looking like a bad flex option, honestly, either for him recently. Uh, and, yeah, the Miami running backs really helped him out this week, which I did not expect starting both of them would. But it did. They both did insane. So, yeah, Alex is still – this just shows Alex has some depth, which he has. he's never had depth. Uh, so that that's good. I still think this team can make playoffs. I, I, I think he's seven for now because um, there's certain people above him that have been looking really good recently as well. So – all right, I'll get to Alex in a minute. Um, I am going with uh, Canines Fieldhouse uh, at number uh, seven, Ooh. Tom Myring. Uh, despite Justin Fields being absolutely dynamite for him, and like the last three weeks, I mean, 32, 53, and 47, like goodness gracious, this dude's just running everywhere. He's getting in the end zone. I mean, averaging over 150 yards a week over the last few weeks. That's that's nothing short of amazing. Um, if that keeps up, he'll carry Tom for to further places. But then, unfortunately, you look down the rest of this lineup, and right now it's just not good, um, especially this week with K-9 on by. Rashard White is doing some good things in Tampa Bay. He's kind of working his way in. I think the nickname of Tony Pollard 2.0 is very fitting. Um, this team's just too banged up right now. Uh, Jamar Chase out. Brees Hall out, Michael Thomas out for the year for those guys. Um, and he's got to play Cole Komet and Nico Collins. Uh, right now, Alex's team is just better than his at this point. Mm. Like Today, Alex's team is better. Maybe not for the rest of the year, but right now, Alex's team is better. And that's why right now I have him at six. Um, like you said, he's doing a really nice job as manager. He's making good moves. He's got some depth for once. Um, he's going to get Deshaun Watson coming back, which is good for him. I know that's kind of disgusting to hear because Deshaun Watson is not a good person. But you know what? If anybody can play Deshaun Watson, it's Alec because he deserves a break. Um, yeah, Alex is doing a really nice job. He's got good players on this team, and he's managing it really well. Uh, right now, his his lineup top to bottom is just better than Tom's, so I'm going to put him there. Wow. Um, all right. I have Tom at six. Um, yeah, I think there's a good debate, actually, between those two. Right now, they're li- especially this week, Tom it, it has an awful lineup, I think. Uh, sad to see him starting Nico Collins and Cam Akers is back, baby. Uh, Cam Akers is not back. <laughs> um, his bench captain making a start. Uh, you never like to see that. He's got to stay on the bench, Tom. Uh, but yeah, I, I Fields is doing great. I, I still think there's a lot of positives here, despite the fact that he's hit. the big injuries. It's gonna hurt Tom for the rest of the season, that's for sure. I still, I still think he'll probably be able to squeeze in to put. He's got a nice little points four advantage, um, which is carrying him currently. That's like about a hundred points, so that's very good for him. Um, but also, yeah, I just I, I see his team and I. I still think it's good. I still think it could pull out wins. His max points for was way better than Anthony's this week if he would have started the right players. So, yeah, um, I still think he's got point potential. But, yeah, I don't think he's in, like, a tier above. I don't think he's in the tier above, that's for sure. I think he's 
kind of stuck right here on the playoff fringe. And then that's uh, totally fair. And yeah, you're right. That points four is a good advantage. Um, Alex obviously didn't have the team that he does now at the beginning of the season, so his points four was a little bit different. But uh, he's really put it together. So yeah, that's that's totally fair. That gives Tom an edge in the standings, but not in my power rankings. Power rankings doesn't doesn't care about points. We care about true. the managers, the heart, the that's soul true. of the team. At the end of the season, I, maybe I should like point out. Maybe I'm I'm like trying to predict who I think where I think the standings will go at this point because we're almost there. So maybe that's what I was kind of thinking in my head. Um, but yeah, I think it's super... If they faced each other this week... Well, not this week. If they faced each other with full strength, <laughs> I think it would be... I think this week Tom they would lose. They faced each other this week. I think Tom would lose this week. But other weeks, I think it'd be very close. I think Tom could pull it out. And Kenneth's still good. He had a little... You know, he still scored like 11 points. I think Kenneth... No, oh yeah, Kenneth Walker's still great. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just Michael. Uh, you're you're saying Kenneth's bad as well. That's what I said. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth is bad. Walker bad. That's what I said. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm, I'm down gonna, week. I've got to take that out of context. That, that audio recording of you say Kenneth Walker bad. <laughs> it's gonna go everywhere. Just cut the clip. Yep. <laughs> have this have this audio of Michael saying Kenneth Walker's bad. <laughs> Kenneth Walker is bad. Wow. I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, all right. Um, who do you have up uh, above Alex? Or up above, above Tom? Tom. Actually, who's your five? Quinn. Quinn's my five. Whoa, big drop. Big drop. I mean, not that big. Wait, where did I put Qu- Oh, yeah, I put Quinn at three last week, didn't I? I put him over Anthony. Maybe. Um <sighs> Yeah, Quinn. Th- yeah, I mean, Cooper Cup. Let's talk about Cooper Cup <laughs> and how Cooper Cup is this man's team. I'm gonna be honest. This, that's how much. That's how much impact Cooper Cup has. Um, yeah, proven by how he, last week he got injured, um, and Quinn scored 90 points. He really needs Cooper Cup. I mean, I don't think Cooper Cup would have won the game for him. He'd still lost by like 40. Um, everyone else sort of had an off week as well. He's still got a great team. He's still got a lot of high point potential, but I, I do think Cup was like a really big part of this team, honestly. He's, he has such a big fantasy impact, so it's going to be rough. He's really, really going to be hoping that, that Cup comes back after the IR stint, but if, if the Rams are like non-playoff contention by then, he just might be sat for the rest of the year. Might be a Darren Waller situation. So, yeah, I'm a little scared for Quinn right now. I'm a little alarmed. So, I have him at five. You know, I I don't hate what you just did because Cooper Cup is such an advantage. It's like when Christian McCaffrey was at his peak. Like, it was just like having this guy on your team was such an advantage. It almost won you a week every other week. Um I'm still going to give Quinn the slight edge over Jack right now, and here's why. He's still got Alvin um, Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. These guys are just going to get so many touches that it, it's going to help. Um, I think Zeke's going to get back into the mix, and he's going to be serviceable. Not great, but, like, serviceable. He'll, he'll get into the end zone because Jerry Jones wants him to get the football. That, that's the only reason, because Tony Pollard is clearly much better. But um, 
Jalen Waddell, Tyler Lockett, both on bye. So his lineup this week doesn't look that great. But he still has depth at the wide receiver position. I'm not going to deny that of him. I like how I'm talking about Quinn, who's ahead of Jack, who is uh, my five. Um, So I'll I'll talk about Jack for a second. Jack uh, has put together a very nice run here. If he can get Keenan Allen back and Debo back at top form, unfortunately, and this hurts, he's got a good lineup. He's got a really good lineup. Insane um, lineup. I've got to be honest. A very scary lineup that is – this guy was in the champ- – let's not forget. This guy was in the championship last year. This is a really good He was good in the team. championship, and um, we begged him, begged him to make moves. He made moves. He made a trade with me. And you know what? It's looking pretty good. Yeah. If Keenan Allen comes back in any resemblance of what he used to be, maybe scoring just 13, 15, 18 points a game, somewhere in there, watch out because um, I hate to break it to you, John. There's only one running back in Kansas City, <laughs> and it's Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, I, I don't think you're the one breaking it to me. Okay, Cl- just, Cl- I hate to tell you Cl- that. Clyde, is, Clyde has hand-delivered this news to, to, to me himself. He knocked on my front door, oh, and he let me know. What happened there? That was insane. That was like, I, I could see it happening gradually, but it was right after you traded him. To, it was immediate. It was like, no, sorry. Like, I'm bad now. You're done. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just done. I'm, you're not playing anymore. I'm bad it now. Like, it's over, John. You just got me. I, well, no, no more touchdowns, no more touches, no more anything. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done with football. I, I like. I feel bad. I'm. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. The only positive is like I do like having Rondell more because I he is fun to watch and he's good. But yeah, he is good. Yeah. You realize Clyde is still the uh, technically like an RB two at this point. <laughs> he's like the RB twenty five. That's insane. That's how good he. Would do. That's how good he was doing before you gave him to me, and then. Yeah, they just said no. To be fair, like I feel like both, no. I feel like where, where he was scoring touchdowns, I feel like okay, you traded him to me, and then they started giving Nicole Hardman those handoffs where he was getting handoffs in the red zone and on like those yeah. trick plays, and then last week obviously it was Tony who was in that role, so that's what I think happened. Um, was Clyde was never in a running back role; he was in the wide receiver running back role. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah, like a slot roll. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with him now. I, I, I'm i going to make a wild guess and say they don't pick up his fifth-year option. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he goes somewhere else. I don't know. He was a first-round pick. He goes he's somewhere got else. Talent. They pay him, and he's a, first, he's a starter. Yeah, he's got talent. Revives his career like James Conner did. Yeah, James. James Conner. Give me it. Give me a James Conner situation, please. I'm begging Begging the football gods. That wouldn't gods. be too bad. I, I'd kind of like. I like Clyde. He was supposed to be the the reason my franchise turned around. <laughs> no, nope. never panned out. Nope. Anyway, um, no, sorry, long winded. Uh, Jack is uh, five. Quinn is four. Still hanging on to that four slot, just barely. And I, I don't mind your ranking of Jack at four. So I'll let you talk about it. Um, how do you know I'm ranking him at four? I could have him at one. 
Uh, no, I haven't. Do you? I have a four. <laughs> okay. Not yet, because I am. Jack a... is one. Not yet. Name of the episode. <laughs> Jack is one. Not yet, because I am very impressed by this team. I am. I just mentioned I how scary I how scared I am of this lineup in general when Jonathan Taylor is looking good, which I think I think it's reasonable to think he will keep this up because he's a very good player. Um, and apparently he's got a really good coach now, um, is what I've heard. So Jeff Saturday, right <laughs> out of the booth. One and oh, baby. They're so good. The Colts are back. Uh, also, Tony Pollard is nuts. I'm so happy after a couple of years of using Tony Pollard in Madden franchise mode when I fantasy draft him because he's actually really good. And he's good in that game. I'm glad in real life he is mo- finally mimicking that and taking over the role fully. Yeah, this guy's really good. I'm excited for Jacked Up. Both those people, Miles Sanders had a bit, of a bit of an off week, but we should remember he's also having a great year. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, if Keenan Allen comes back, which even if Keenan Allen does, yeah, even if Ken- Keenan Allen doesn't come back, I still think this this is the hottest team in the league. Maybe besides Chris. Chris is nuts. Uh, this is the hottest team in the league. He's one of the f- won four of his last five. He started off 0 and five, and now he's four and one. The guy uh, don't like that. This is scary. This is a scary team. Um, it was a it, they got second. Jack got second last year. His his team last year was the tenth best season of all time. Um, yeah, Jack Jack's team's good. So that's my number four. And why I I'm scared. He could break the top three at any time now. I'm scared. Yeah, he could. He um, He's on a heck of a run. He's going to have a tough test this week because he's got to play Alex, and Alex is a gritty, gutty team. Um, number three, John, you've fallen to three for me. Despite your third straight win, um, despite beating Alex, which is tough to do, um, I've moved you down to three. Your wide receiver situation is just thinning out at this point. Um, you have guys on bye, um, but, yeah, McCole Hardman getting hurt is actually a big hit for you because <laughs> I thought McCole would have been a, a starter for you this week. He's been getting, like we talked about, a lot of that slot role, a lot of uh, good looks in the red zone. That would have been a nice player for uh, you to be able to plug in to this, uh, to, to a start. But, um, yeah, overall this team is still really good. The running backs obviously carry it. Derrick Henry right now is carrying it. He's probably about to get into the end zone for the second time tonight, which uh, I don't want, so please don't. Uh, but, yeah, this is still a good team. Josh Allen has just been off, and Josh Allen for you is like Anthony's Mahomes. Like He can win you a week. He just blows up, and then suddenly he's got 40, and then you win the week. Like It's just, oh, gosh darn it. Is it Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry just threw a touchdown. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I think that's less points, but I'll take it. It is less points. <laughs> so take that. Um, damn. Um, damn it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, How many times has he thrown it? It says he's right now he's one for one on completions for one yard. He's thrown it twice. <laughs> this guy is the new quarterback. Get Tannehill out of there. <laughs> he doesn't need him. <laughs> Derrick Henry throw the ball. Um, Gosh darn it. Frable's such a good coach, man. Dude, he is. Like, that team, I thought that team would, that team was on, like, a rebuild or something because they traded A.J. Brown. wise this team is not that good. Yeah, Frable's a great coach. I, oh, dog off the upright. Missed it. Missed the PAT. Wow, embarrassing. Let's go. 
God, every week I just want to be like, Anthony, remember when you could have got Derrick Henry for, like, fucking nothing? And then you said no. Uh, I would would have taken Derrick Henry. Two years ago? Two whole years ago, Anthony. Derrick Henry's done so much since then. Man. (laughs) Rubbing it in, John. (laughs) Um, I could talk about that. Okay, you're three. um, And uh, then I'll go with my two, which is... um, Wait, I guess I uh, should. You, you get to talk. Well, about yeah, I think I should have talked about three first. I think we messed up somewhere, but it's yeah, fine. I'll right. talk about Oops. my three. I'll talk about my three, which is We've me, which is also me. We've been really all over the board today. Yeah, which is also me. I will say, yeah, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like having to hopefully play Mike Williams this week. I really hope that I'm playing Mike Williams this week on Rondell Moore. Uh, but yeah, it's just because my two wide receivers are on by. But it's still sad that I only have two wide receivers that are good. Basically, I'm scared of Mike of Keenan Allen coming back. Honestly, I don't want him to come back. That makes Jack good. That makes Mike Williams bad. I don't like it. But uh, yeah, my team's still good. I, Anthony's team is just looking really good. Jack, and obviously, Chris like is insane. Um, Clyde is sad. I will say I. <laughs> Tyreek, you know, tweet the tweeting that thing. It totally was not sarcasm um, about me, Cole Hardman, being the best receiver in the NFL. Not sarcasm at all. It's just good teammates. All right, he wasn't dissing him. I swear. I, I they're just good, they're good friends in my locker room. All right, so it's. I think that's why Nicole actually just took the rest of the year <laughs> off. Yeah, he's like, oh, I I won. I guess I'm the he best. Was, he was too. No, he was too butt hurt by <laughs> oh, that. Uh, Probably. sarcasm it's like damn i can't play now i can't show my face tyreek just mccall is in intensive therapy moving forward <laughs> and we'll be taking the rest of the season off it wasn't sarcasm guys all right mccall is the best wide receiver it was it was tyreek's okay. last tyreek may have quoted that tweet many times with other names in it but it was his last one that was mccall hardman because that was the real one all right <laughs> Okay, John, whatever you say. And that's why hard man soft men will will beat destroy Charlie this this week. And that's what we're doing. I guess we'll see. Um I'm going to n- number two, which is uh Anthony. Uh Anthony proved that he deserves that number two ranking. Um the fact that this team now has T. Higgins is uh scary. Um, I think T. Higgins is just going to go off while Chase is out. Um, he does have the dead bodies of Allen Robinson and Cortland Sutton on this team. Christian Kirk is an excellent depth option for Anthony. Like, I'm sure you and I have both made fun of Christian Kirk. Don't look. Where do you think he ranks on the season? Pretty high. I know for a fact he ranked pretty high because I tried to trade for this guy. Um, like week three. Uh, but okay, uh, like where does he rank? Fifteen. He's wide receiver seven. What the? F- <laughs> That's insane. That's top ten. That's insane. Yeah, Christian Kirk is um, has been very good on the year, and these aren't flukes. This has been pretty consistent. Wow. He's had yeah. only three out of ten weeks where he's finished um, like below. Like as not a not a starting option. Yeah. So sixty no. percent of the time he finishes in the top twenty of the wide receivers and he's had three weeks inside the top ten. That's that's very, very good. Yeah. So Christian Kirk, um, elite receiving option. Juju Smith Schuster, 
has been very good. With a bye week in there, he's had two wide receiver one finishes. Um, not wide receiver one overall, but just a wide receiver one. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is even a good depth piece. The dude got 18 touches. Uh, and, and, no, 20 touches. 20 touches for Elijah Mitchell. So with good. Christian McCaffrey in that backfield. Um, no, this is still a very good team. Um, Anthony is as good as anybody in this league. He's the reigning champ. When Mahomes goes off, this team is at its best. He was last week, so I gave him nod to Anthony this week. Oh, yeah. Team is absolutely scary when it when Mahomes goes, scores 40. That's the scariest mode you'll see Anthony. But everyone else on, on his team going off as well. Finally, some life out of uh, Amon Ra for the first time in a very long time. We saw him get a lot of receptions. I mean, for the first time in a long time, the Detroit offense scored like 30-plus points. So that's that's good for them, too. Uh, yeah, this team is, is scary. It's still missing a tight end because Kyle Pitts sucks. Or the Falcons suck. Someone sucks in, the, in the, that situation. And, yeah. That, I don't think it's Kyle Pitts. I think it's the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the Falcons. Um, or Marcus Mariota or someone. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be the one missing piece for Anthony uh, when he – I mean, right now, if we 1v2'd it, Chris versus Anthony, that's the scariest uh, little part for me. Um, and the, the the difference – I mean, Chris Chris had to start Dulich this, this past week. But, uh, yeah, Mark Andrews is definitely better than Pitts at this point. So, yeah, I, I think Anthony, that's the one missing part. He's, he's got depth. Anthony always has scary depth. He's so good at just either like trading for, um, trading for people like Kirk, or picking up people like that just randomly start doing well again. Like he's just so he's so good at that. That's that's his best fantasy trait is just finding finding uh, finding people who randomly just start being really consistent um, that aren't big names. So he, he's done that once again this year. Oh, I agree. Anthony's an excellent manager, has been since the beginning when he picked up Nick Chubb off the waivers. Um, no, he's done a nice job this year. Uh, number one, um, yeah, we don't have to talk about it, right? All right, let's predict week 11. Okay, let's go to the lines <laughs> for this week. Uh, week. Should we just not talk about him? Yeah, no, that's fine. What, what, what do we have to say? Okay. What do we have to say about this guy? There's nothing to say. No. No. All right. The dude scored like 170 this week. We don't have to say it. Yeah, no. That's that's He's he's fine. He's got an okay team. That's not even a good 170. Not even a good score. 170? Doesn't, that's not even 200. Doesn't he know that the highest scoring week is 204 by me? Come on. Come on, Chris. He should. You should at this point. This team sucks. Yeah, straight up. He doesn't even know the record. Um, all right. Let's 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 go into games. I, I like let's go with the lines. And now I have a head-to-head manager thing I can go back to every week, which is fun. Man, how great would it be? This would be impossible to do, so we can't do it. But to find out what managers are against the spread career. Oh, that, yeah, that's going to be impossible. To go that's through. impossible, but it would be hilarious. It would be very hilarious. We we should start like, keeping track of it. We're, you're going to have to start. Christian Watson! Touchdown! Oh, my God, Christian Watson. Dude, is this guy here. is an end zone machine. He is here. Watch out, Chris. Here I come. That's not Aaron Jones. What the hell? 
I just yelled out Christian Watson. What are you confused? I thought about? I thought you were tricking me. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was tricking you. Yeah, I thought it was Aaron Jones. For sure. All right, what's the what's the worst game this week? Me, Chris versus Michael. This is such a legendary rivalry, though. Um, yeah, God. but I'm terrible. Chris is four and two against you all time, and is he? He's just gonna make it five and two. He's gonna make it five and two. I mean, let's be honest here. Chris is laying fifty-eight points as a home team. Um, I, I'm not going to cover that spread. I'm not going to hit 60 on the week. Despite Christian Watson about to go for seven touchdowns, that's going to be the only points I score. Um, so I'll take Chris and the points, whatever the points are. Whatever the points are, you're taking Chris. Damn. I don't think Chris can cover that spread against you. Especially with Watson. Pumping. Aaron Jones is in! For the two-point conversion. Two-point conversion. That's huge for my team. Um, all right, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't think Chris can cover that much. I think your team sucks, but look at look how good Watson's doing right now. It's pretty impressive. Watson is doing pretty good. <laughs> your team could pull off the upset. Not, nah, just kidding. Chris wins, but uh, I, I, I'll pick you in the spread. All right, I'll take that. Um, let's go to you against Charlie. Currently, I'll call it an even 30 as you travel into Sears and fight the new Mullins men. Um, not a tough stadium to win at. A, a low crowd environment with their 3-7 and seven record. The crowd has been low this year. Attendance is down. Um, some guys aren't even playing this week. They call them buys, quote-unquote. Sounds like it's a protest Gotta against be. manager Charlie Sears. Uh, Hardman's soft men come in as a 30-point favorite, and uh, I'll take the Mullins men with the points. I'll take you to win. I'm in the same camp. I think it's going to be close. Charlie's still going to have – still has some nice matchups. I think DeMont has a nice uh, nice game against Atlanta. A coming-out party uh, for Khalil Herbert's injury. Rude of him, but he'll do it anyways. Um, I like Josh Allen in Detroit versus Cleveland, though. I think he's going to have a nice game. Uh, that'll be nice because he's indoors. Outside, I would have. Uh, yeah, said no. Not so if that bad was if that was a six foot snow game with Josh <laughs> Allen, I'd say four points. And I might start Davis Mills uh, if that was. Yeah, happening. that wouldn't have been a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Canines Fieldhouse um, on the brink of being out of playoff contention has to travel on the road, go to relegate the Jets um, and processing. This is a this is a fan base in processing that has stood by their team. They know where they're at. They start cheering trust the process every single week, um, and they put up a good effort. The guys on this team fight uh, in what has a total. The over-under is set at only 160 for this game. Uh, Chris might score more than that by himself. <laughs> We go to John George and the pick as uh, the processing are three-point home underdogs. All right. Um, this is a tough one with ETN on a buy. I mean, they both have the buys. They have they have a case of the buys. I mean, one team has Cam freaking Acres in. Um, some guy has – Nick has some guy named Granson, and I don't even know who this <laughs> – Kylan Granson. I don't know who this is, <laughs> Kylan Granson. <laughs> Why are you playing Kylan Granson? I'm so sorry that you have to do that because Goddard, Goddard's injured too. So that sucks. 
Why didn't he pick up Goddard? Yeah, he's going to be out for a while. He should have picked up uh, Goddard's uh, backup still on the um, waivers. He could pick him up. Uh, I have too many tight ends, or else I would have I would have snagged him. Um, I'm going to go Nick to win this game um, and beat Tom. I will say Nick has a winning record versus the Tom Meyerings overall, three and two. So wow, yeah, it's a good stat. Yeah. Uh, not so fast, my friend. Wow. Tom Myring is running the two tight end set. Uh-oh. That's good in a low scoring matchup. He's gonna he's gonna put up a lot of point. Uh, he's gonna put up a lot of yards, not so many points. The yards are gonna make the difference, though. Tom's gonna control time of possession. Uh, Cole Komet in the two tight end stack. I like that. Uh, give me Tom on the road to get a win. By the way, I'm just gonna mention me and Charlie's record real quick because I don't want to seem like I'm hiding it because it's bad for me. Um, Three and three. Charlie's pretty good against me. Uh, so three and three. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's pretty good against me. He's he's been my kryptonite. Interesting. Um, you may think I was going to give game of the week to this matchup, but if you thought that, you'd be wrong. Uh, justice for Kyle Pitts travels to the stupid losers in a road matchup. Uh, Quinn currently a sixteen point home underdog. No Cooper Cup on that sideline for Quinn. And no Geno uh, Smith. Camaro with it. That's the most important and thing. No Geno Smith. That's a tough one. But we do have um, Russell Wilson going against the Vegas Raiders. And uh, those guys suck. <laughs> John George with the pick. Anthony, points and win. Um, those, wow. those guys may suck. Russell Wilson also sucks. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I think Anthony's got um, some nice matchups this week, and he'll have a good time and win his win another game, and he'll go nine and two. And this might be a a sad a start to a sad part of the season here for Quinn. I mean, he lost last week. He might continue that losing streak here. Yeah, tough matchup. <sighs> tough person to run into. Yeah, for Quinn I'm gonna this have week. to agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with you here. Um, I, I don't like Quinn's matchups. Uh, I don't like who he's playing either. Adam Thielen is very old. Paris Campbell is not very good at football. Um, and he's starting it. I do love the two tight end set, but not when it's Dalton Schultz and Tyler Higby. Uh, yeah, g- give me Anthony. Give me the points, too. I'll lay him on the road. Um, game of the week in a playoff matchup. The battle for Michael's first-round picks. Wow. Um, Alex. Coming off a close loss in which his team fought despite having a lot of people on by, relocate, rebuild, travels to AB's pool noodle. Uh, this Jack's team is located in South Florida in Miami. They actually play in a pool. It's wild. <laughs> wow. Um, Alex gets Joe Mixon back off a bye, Ramadre Stevenson. Alex has his team ramped up and ready to go. Can he pull off the upset here, John George? I think uh, I think Alex wins. I'm picking Alex. Whoa! That's right. I'm picking Alex to beat Jack, despite the fact that I just hyped the hell out of Jack this whole podcast. I don't want to root for Jack straight up, so I am I'm rooting for Alex, my brother, um, who is. I want him to make playoffs. Going through the history book this week, that was the one most depressing part was seeing that Alex has never made playoffs. He hasn't been close, really. And this year might be that year. You know, he's right there. And if he doesn't make it, how sad is that going to be? Obviously, next year he'll still be there. He's got a really young team. 
But I want this to be the year where he starts his playoff streak. So I'm picking Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of want Alex to make playoffs too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points with Alex. I'm going to hope that he wins, but I only need to pick the spread. So I'll take him as a 15-point road dog. Um, Joe Mixon's got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh, though. That makes me yeah, less yeah. confident. Yeah, whatever matchups. Yeah, Pittsburgh shuts down the run, man. They just do. And you know that uh, Cincinnati will be a little more one-dimensional with um, with Jamar Chase out. So that's going to be tough. Kirk Cousins has to play Dallas. They're going to be ready for a bounce back. Um, really tough matchups for Alex, but still give me the points. Um, I'll take Alex with the points. I'll take probably Jack to win, unfortunately. Nice. Um, as far, as far as record go record goes for that they play each other a decent amount of times actually, uh, but Jack's two and one against Alex so far. Dang, let's hope it goes to two and two. Two and one. Also, Quinn, abysmal two and eight versus Anthony. So, Ooh, yeah, that doesn't match well. What's my? Oh, I'm two and. What am I against Chris? Two, two and four. four. Two and four against Chris. Ugh, hate that. It's gonna be two and five. Yeah, no, uh, not fun to see. Not don't fun to like see. that in the slightest. Yeah. Um, sad to see. Bummer. Bummer. Very sad. Um, well, I think this is going to be a fun week. Uh, I'm liking – I'm still – like I said last week, I'm enjoying the season. We're still having fun. Um, these have been good games. Let's see if we can, uh, we can keep it up, get some close matchups this week. And I have no idea who's going to make playoffs, John, and I like that. I am with you. Maybe one of these weeks upcoming, we gotta we gotta look at the playoff situations because we're getting towards the end. We gotta see, gotta see where all all those team, all those four and six teams down there are, are as far as playoff goes. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they want to hear it. You know, they want to know how to how they'll get in. We can go through scenarios next week as we get a little bit closer. Uh, I don't want to do that four weeks out. That's a long. That's way hard. Out. A lot of things can still happen. That's tough. But I d- yeah, next week I just want to look at their at least look at their schedule. Look at their schedules going forward. Make our early predictions maybe. Yeah, I, I like it. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right, it's been fun. We're back two weeks in a row. First time all year. We're gonna try to keep it up. Yeah, let's. All right, get uh, go get them out there. <laughs>